Hey guys, Gordon here. I just want to take a second and thank you for downloading our episode, listening to our episodes, sharing our episodes, tagging us on social media and helping us grow our mission. It means everything to me. And from here uh, to continue growing where we're at, please consider throwing us a small donation just to help grow the mission, support the team, support the infrastructure and continue to build the Permafit name. Thank you all so much. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. What is up, guys, and welcome to the Strength of Body and Mind podcast. My name is Gordon Light. I'm going to be your host. Welcome to the show. Now, in this show, we talk about all things fitness and health related so that you can craft a high performance body and mind for continued success and results. This content is totally free, so if you did get value out of it, please go over to iTunes and leave me a rating and review. I would appreciate that so much. Now let's dive right into the show. So I was just on a call with a prospective client, uh, actually several this week, and enrolled a new client this week. Everything's been going great. Uh, but one of the questions that has that came up actually on multiple on multiple through multiple conversations this week, and it comes up all the time, honestly, is uh, a question about targeting weight loss. Okay, targeting weight loss, and it's usually something like this: Hey, Gordon, I'm trying to. Um, or I, hey Gordon, I'd really like to t- uh, tone up my arms, or tone up my my uh, my core, my midsection, or I would really like to lose fat in my arms. I would really like to lose fat in my legs. I would really like to lose fat in my butt. Something like that. And those are very common questions, very common statements that people that people explain to me or answer questions that I ask them in ways like that. So, uh, so I'm curious. If you are one of those people, and I, you know, just leave a comment below if you are, whether you're watching this on the replay, if you're watching this live, um, leave a comment below about whether or not you're trying to do that, or if that's something that interests you, if that's something you've been going after. So I can tell you right now that for years, that was me. For years, that was me. I was always trying to lose weight in certain areas of my body. Like that was something that I was chasing. I was trying to lose weight in my my midsection for the longest time. I was trying to lose weight in my chest. I was trying to lose weight in my arms. And the reality is, guys, the answer to that, whether or not you can even do that, is no. You can't. You can't actually do that. You cannot target fat loss. You cannot target weight loss in your body. And I'll tell you in a minute why that's that's the case. Um, and there's tons of data to back this up, but you cannot do that. Okay, so if you take nothing else away from this video, just understand that one thing. Toning your arms or toning your 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 midsection or toning your butt or toning your legs or something like that is not uh, something you can do directly, okay? You can achieve those results. You can get a muscular midsection or a muscular um, muscular arms or more muscular legs. And with, with some muscle definition and, you know, some what, you know, what people call toning, you can achieve all those things, but all those things are byproducts of a very, very different strategy, a very different process that involves things that are, that are way above and beyond just those specific muscle groups. Okay. So I'll say that again. If your goal, if one of the things you desire is to have muscular arms or, or toned arms, people call them, right? Like muscle, like muscle definition, maybe even vascularity um, in your arms. 
That's great. It's an amazing goal. You should have goals like that. You definitely should. But just understand this, that achieving that comes from doing something that is much more involved and includes things way above and beyond just your arms. Okay. So if that's your goal, great. But it takes much more um, involved of a strategy to achieve that. That's a byproduct of something much greater. So what is that greater thing that leads to something like that? Okay, well, it's, it's, it's multiple. There's multiple pieces to it. Um, first and foremost, in order to have a, a muscular body part or a toned body part, as a lot of people call it, or to have striations in your muscles. If you don't know what those are, that's fine. It's a certain type of definition that if I showed you a picture of something that uh, someone who has muscular striations, you know what I'm talking about? Typically, that takes like a super low body fat bodybuilder type physique to achieve. Anyways, uh, um, if that is a goal of yours or something, that's cool. But the way to achieve that, the way to achieve those things is not by working out that body part more. No, it's actually to do several things. Lose body fat, right? Above all else, lose body fat and increase muscle mass. So basically put on more lean muscle mass on your body, aka just muscle, and then lose more body fat. So what you're really doing, guys, is you're, you're changing your body composition. So if you're not seeing any muscle def- definition today, if you look in the mirror and you see zero muscle definition today, you see zero vascularity, you see zero um, you know, toning, things like that. When you, you know, if you flex your arms, if it's just like uniform all the way across, and you see no differential uh, lines or, or anything between your, your biceps and your triceps and your shoulders, your delts, things like that, then you have more body fat than you probably want. You have, you have more body fat um, that's, that's basically hiding that and preventing those lines, preventing that definition from showing up, okay? So it's a body fat thing. So your composition right now, if that's the case, is more in favor for body fat, okay? So you could potentially have, yeah, I'm just gonna throw out some random numbers. You could be somewhere in the order of like 30% body fat or something like that. And a, and you're, let's just say you're a male. So if you're a male, 30% body fat, um, six feet tall or something, you know, pretty average height, you will very likely not see any muscle definition in your body. Okay. Very, 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 very little. You might see a, a couple little lines in your legs or something, but chances are it's very little. Now, as you get closer to 20, 18, 17, 16, 15, as you get down into those ranges, which is about half of what you're at now, if you're at 30%, then everything changes. Now you can start to see muscle definition throughout your whole body. And a lot of times that's when you start to be able to see abs and six pack, stuff like that. But there's even more (laughs) involved than just that. Okay. It's not just about lowering your body fat. Okay. Because as you can imagine, people who are super duper skinny, um, you know, even, even people who are malnourished, right? Let's just say like uh, people from like third world countries or something like that who, who literally have no access to food and they're super skinny. They are incredibly low body fat, like seven, six percent body fat, really low, but they have no muscle mass in their body. So even then they don't have some of the goals and things that you might want. You know, they don't have like people in that situation are like the complete opposite because they're malnourished. But, um, but but so again, what it takes is not just to lower your body fat, but also to increase your muscle mass. So again, we're trying to tra- change that body composition. 
So it's lowering your body fat and increasing your muscle mass. All right. So let's talk about how you do those things. All right. This is the part where people get stuck. They think a lot of times people think they know what's going on. They think they know how to do some of these things. I'm going to fix my camera here. They think they know how to do some of these things, but oftentimes they, they, they actually are way off base. This happens all the time. So how you achieve this, AKA losing body fat and putting on lean muscle mass, how you achieve that is by having a few things. But the main thing is having the right strategy. Okay. Having the right strategy. So strategy obviously is incredibly important. And when I say strategy, I'm really talking about having the, the right training protocol and then having the right nutrition protocol. That is the strategy. Those are the strategic pieces. That's like, that's like the hand-to-hand combat of how to win a fitness objective, how to achieve a fitness objective is to have the right strategy. Now, there's other things involved too, intangible things. I'll talk about those later. But the, the tangible stuff, if you will, is the strategy. It's the tactical. What do I do? What am I doing right now? How can I take action right now to move forward in this? So you're probably wondering, great, that's awesome. What is the strategy? What's the secret strategy? Uh, the strategy is different for every person. That's the bottom line. So if you've been following me for any amount of time, you know that there's a few things I don't believe in. I don't believe in one size fits all nutrition plans. And I don't believe in one size fits all training programs or exercise programs or workout plans. I don't believe in them. I don't believe in them because they don't work. Okay. I literally got off the phone with a, uh, yesterday from, yeah, it was last night with a prospective client who has spent over a thousand dollars on two different boot camps. These were multi-month boot camps. Um, and one was, I think, three months and one was six months. So nine months, I believe, of boot camps. And she openly admitted $1,000 down the drain. I went to these things Monday, Wednesday, Friday for nine months. And my before pictures looked the exact same as my after pictures. Now, these boot camps gave me an eating protocol. It was very generalized, one-size-fits-all type stuff. And they gave me a nutrition plan to eat, to follow, like eat this much food on these days and, um, you'll get these results and then come here Monday, Wednesday, Friday, do these workouts and you'll get these results. And she openly admitted that she did everything on there to the best of her ability. And, um, she actually ate less than the nutrition protocol called for, which if you know anything about caloric deficits and stuff, I'm not going to spend too much time on that now. Um, she should have lost body fat just, just as a byproduct of doing that. But anyway, she went through this whole thing, she said her before pictures and her after pictures looked identical. She didn't lose any weight and she didn't put on any muscle. And she said she got a little bit stronger, but it didn't actually affect her body composition. And because of that, it felt like wasted money. It felt like wasted time. It felt like wasted energy. But worst of all is that she thought she knew a little bit about strategy and then she went to this boot camp, <laughs> these boot camps, and she was exposed to their strategy and she got no results and she didn't understand why. She's like, I'm doing all the movements. I'm going to this gym. I'm doing the burpees. I'm doing the stuff they're telling me to do and I'm not getting anywhere. I'm not putting on any strength, really, a little bit, not really. I'm not burning any body fat. I'm not getting any muscle definition, none of that stuff. And so 
just circle back around here when it comes to, and that was a basically a one size fits all training plan training program. And by the way, she did say that um, out of everyone in the class, no one got any results, which I found interesting. Like not one person got any results, which is crazy. So one size fits all training plans, guys, they don't work. One size fits all nutrition plans, uh, the same thing. They don't work. Um, Why don't they work? Okay. The reason they don't work both of these things apply for the same reasons. The reason they don't work is because your body is different from everybody else's body. Okay. Fundamentally, we're all different. Now, I totally believed back before I went through my transformation that I could follow any of these one size fits all training plans from, so I used to get them from magazines like uh, Flex Magazine, Men's Health, stuff like that. And I would follow them for six weeks, eight weeks, and not get any results. And the reason is because my body is not the same as the person who wrote those training plans body. Okay. And the level of experience that I have and my body composition and the range of motion that I'm comfortable with. And, um, even like really niche things like exercises that either, uh, cause pain or (laughs) irritate my, um, like certain joints or something, Like those things are all very unique, very specific to me. And so anything on these one size fits all training plans that has exercises that, that hit that, that target area, um, that pain inducing area or that irritation or discomfort is going to make the whole thing either a not desirable and b really difficult to do because of the pain. Right? So that's the thing when it comes to this stuff, a customized plan is necessary, right? For you, your body the level of experience you have, your current body composition, um, what you have access to for equipment, how much experience you have, uh, what shape you're in, you know, all these things matter. All these things matter, your arterial health. And because of that, again, guys, your training plan has to be unique to you. So I can tell you right now, I have, I believe I have 11 active clients, okay, 11 active clients. And my program is not cheap, okay, delivers amazing results, but it's not cheap. And 11 active clients, 11 different training plans, 11 different meal plans, right? All completely different. And each person who's going through their, their system right now is getting amazing results because they're following something that is tailored to them. So the same thing happens when it comes to, comes to nutrition. So if you go online right now, like off into Google land or something, and you try finding a nutrition plan for weight loss. Let's just say you want to lose like 30 pounds and you want to find a nutrition plan for weight loss. Great. Awesome. And let's just say you, you don't have any really dietary restrictions, no real allergies. You eat meat, you're not a vegetarian, stuff like that. Cool. So you find this meal plan and it's got all this stuff on it and you think that you need however many calories a day. And so you start eating this meal plan and I mean, just right off the bat, do you know anyone that's ever done that? Have you ever tried that? And if so, what were the results like? So I've tried that and I know plenty of people do. Almost all of my clients have done that in the past at one point or in time or another. And none of them have gotten results, really. None of them. And so the reason is because, again, it's not customized to you. So a few different things happen, okay? There's a few reasons why this happens. So I'll get into it. One of the reasons this happens is because, um, oh, Kathy's online. Jessica's online. What's up guys. Kathy says, absolutely. 
unique for your physique. <laughs> yeah, right. Absolutely unique for your physique. Um, so anyways, one of the reasons why this happens, because there's a couple, is A, obviously if the nutrition is not right, okay? If, if you don't have a human being looking at your macronutrients and looking at your body and your level of experience and your height, BMI, all that stuff, and, and really making an assessment based on those things and using some intuition and using some experience and knowing what your training pro- program is going to be, because by the way, that matters. If they apply those things and give you a nutrition plan, um, then it's going to have a chance of working. If you're taking a nutrition plan and trying to follow it and it doesn't have that information, it doesn't have all that backing data uh, that was used in the creation of that, chances are, A, it's, not just, it's just not going to work because it's not really made for you and doesn't map to your goals straight up, okay? Now, if, if by some miracle you're lucky enough to have found a meal plan that actually does cater to your body, your goals, your level of experience, your training plan, and all that stuff, right? But if a miracle happens and you get that, great, cool. Here's the problem. 99% chance that that meal plan is going to include a bunch of stuff that you hate or that you kind of like, but after 11 days of it, you're sick of it, and there's no way in hell you're going to be able to do it for another 80 days or another 110 days, right? So, so consistency is key, right? And that's one of the things people lose all the time. They, they, they lose this thing that consistency matters. Consistency matters. And the only way to maintain consistency, I don't care how disciplined you are, the only way to maintain consistency is to build out a meal plan and build out a training plan that is built on a couple different fundamental things. And one of those things has to be enjoyment. It has to be enjoyment. 100% has to be enjoyment because after a month or two months or three months, at some point, you cannot push the envelope any further if you're miserable every time you're doing it. You just can't, right? The human, the human being just as a species cannot keep that up. Right? No one has that kind of discipline, right? And eventually some thoughts start entering your mind. If you've been eating the same meal plan for a while that you hate, right? Even if you started getting results, even if you were getting results, if you're eating this meal plan that you just can't stand, all right, let's just make up something. Bland chicken, um, bland rice, no seasonings or anything, and like a bowl of broccoli five times a day. If that was your meal plan, and by the way, that's a real meal plan that's out there, I promise you. If that was your meal plan, um, you know, at some point, you're going to hit a, 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 a like a mental, <laughs> just a mental like landmine where you're going to open up your lunch one day and it's going to piss you off because you can't put down another meal of bland unseasoned chicken and rice and broccoli again, even though you're getting results, right? Your mindset is going to completely collapse. Then you're going to start forgetting why you were doing this in the first place. You're going to start questioning your quality of life. You're going to start questioning your sanity, right? And, and before you know it, that's when you're going to snap and go the complete opposite direction, start putting weight back on. That's when you're going to go home and like eat a pizza. That's when you're going to go uh, uh, to Taco Bell or something at lunch, even though you haven't made it to your goal yet, right? It's about sanity, that you have to be able to maintain enjoyment. And the same thing goes for training. You have to be able to maintain some enjoyment. If you're going and doing the same shitty workout five days a week that you hate and you just can't, bring yourself to like it, you're not going to get results. 
You're not. And if you do, you're not going to be able to sustain them because you're going to end up getting some results and being like, okay, well, this is great. This is, this is cool. This was worth the struggle, you know, but then you're going to be like, well, shit, now I got it, but now I need to maintain it. And I can't do this another day. I just can't do this another day. This workout sucks. <laughs> it's so grueling, not just because it's challenging, but just because I hate the movement or I hate doing this particular type of exercise, or I don't want to use this machine anymore, or I don't like doing this much cardio or whatever it is right? There's certain things that people hate. There's certain things that everybody hates. There's certain exercises that I hate, right? And if I, if I was doing them every day, there's no way I'd be able to keep that up. Same with a meal plan. If there's a meal plan, there's meal plans out there that there, I would never be able to maintain, never be able to maintain. Okay. But here is the good news guys. You don't need those things. You don't need those things, right? You can absolutely create a meal plan built off of things that you love legitimately no bs you can build a meal plan off of things that you love food that you love food that you truly enjoy to eat that will actually map to your goals you need to lose 50 pounds great right if you're like me you need to lose like 80 i needed to lose 80 pounds i ended up losing like 85 i built a meal plan with some mentoring off of off of things that i loved food that I loved and I ate it every day and I started switching it up and we, you know, I got my macros dialed in, my calories dialed in and 14 months later, 85 pounds gone. Boom. Right. And my workout plan, same thing, built out a workout plan based on things that I loved workouts that I enjoyed. And I did that over and over and over again and added some progressive overload concepts. I'm not really going to talk about that here, but did all the right things in the training side to make that progressively more difficult and to make myself continue to be challenged every single week. And again, 14 months later, right? Those two things working together <laughs> caused me to lose uh, 85 pounds. Now there was other stuff too. I'm making it sound really easy. It wasn't easy, right? There was a lot of long days in there, but there were some other things going on too, like mindset nurturing, accountability. Those were pieces in there too. Like those are part of what makes all this possible. So earlier in this show, I talked about strategy, right? The strategy, the nutrition, and the, the training. Like the strategy has to be right. It has to be perfect. It has to be on point. It has to be for you. It has to be for your body and your goals, right? But in order to maintain that, again, requires that your mindset is in the right spot and that your accountability exists. And I don't mean your best friend. I don't mean your wife or your husband. I mean like a true accountability partner, someone that will actually hold your feet to the fire, someone who will actually challenge you and poke you and push you and pull you when you need it to make sure that you're kind of on track, right? And not really going too far off the rails. That is 100% necessary. So I hope that makes sense. Okay. I hope that makes sense. Like that's the strategy piece. And that is what is needed in order to achieve targeted weight loss, right? What everyone refers to as targeted weight loss. If you want to lose body fat in your butt or your legs or your arms or some specific part of your body, it starts with having that right strategy. Okay. 100%. So I just want to drop a little bit of information about what really goes on in your body that makes targeting weight loss, not realistic or not even possible. Okay. So a couple different things. One, Let's talk about your metabolism. All right. Let's start to get a little bit Professor Gordon Light here for just a second. 
your metabolism really has four things going on. Okay. There's four pieces to the metabolism and I'm going to make this super dumbed down. All right. Um, so the first is called your rest. This is the first one, your resting metabolic rate, your RMR resting metabolic rate. That is exactly what it sounds like. It's the rate in which you burn energy. Your body burns energy. Your body burns calories when you're just chilling, you're just resting. You're just, you're literally just existing, just breathing oxygen, just hanging out, doing nothing. That is your resting metabolic rate. Okay. And then, um, so, well, I'm just going to go through all four and then I'm going to talk about something about the RMR again, but that's your RMR, your second one. Okay. This one is called your non-exercise activity thermogenesis, N-E-A-T. Okay. Some people just call it the NEAT. <laughs> um, so the NEAT part, right? The non-exercise activity thermogenesis, that is basically your fidgeting, your moving of your body, you're cooking dinner, like cutting stuff, um, anything, anytime you're moving really during the day, but it's not exercise, you're just moving around. That is your non-exercise activity thermogenesis. That is another piece of the metabolism that, that causes you to burn calories. So you actually burn calories through the activity of like walking upstairs and brushing your teeth. That's not a lot, but you do burn calories doing that. Okay. So that's your NEAT. Okay, then there's the thermic effect of food, all right, or the thermogenesis of feeding is another way of looking at it, all right. Um, so that's usually called your TEF, right. And what that is is the burning of calories by the act of breaking down food. So when you eat food, your body has to break that down, and in order to break that down, it actually has to utilize resources to do that because it actually takes your body and your stomach a lot of energy to burn down food and break it down and digest it. So you actually burn calories to break down the food that you just put in your, in your mouth and put in your body. So again, it's not a tremendous amount compared to like working out, but it is energy that is expended as a, as a, as a, as a, like a byproduct of performing a function in this case, breaking down food. And then the last one is exercise induced thermogenesis. Okay. Which is basically the exercise induced caloric burn. So when you work out, you burn calories. That is the fourth piece of like the metabolism, right? The metabolic scope, if you will. So what happens to affect these things when it comes to exercise long-term? Why are people who are in very good shape, why do they seem like they're able to sustain it for a long period of time? Why can I eat a pizza and then ice cream and then burgers, cheeseburgers, and then chips like routinely and not become obese again? Why is that possible? I'll tell you. Okay. The reason is not because I'm special. It's not because bodybuilders are special. It's not because people who are in incredibly good shape can do that. It's not because they're special. It's because they have done what I talked about in the beginning here. They have put on lean body mass. They have reduced their body fat. So their body composition has, has swip swapped. Okay. And they have increased their RMR as a result of that. Hi, Crystal. Crystal's online. Cool. Um, they have increased their RMR, that resting metabolic rate, as a byproduct of that. So um, this is another thing I was talking about with this uh, prospective client last night was that when you put on lean muscle mass, you increase your RMR. Okay, You increase your resting metabolic rate. You increase the amount of calories you burn just being alive if you have more muscle mass on your body. And it's it, that right there, most people don't wrap their mind around, okay? 
They don't wrap their mind around that. They don't understand that if you put on muscle mass, that you will burn more calories just being alive. Okay. So a lot of people end up going down this rabbit hole where they put on more weight over time and they put on more body fat and they're unhappy with it. And they, they, they go to the gym once or twice and they don't get any results. So they go to the gym for a week or two and they don't get any results. And so they go back to their old eating habits and they go back to their old working out habits of once a week, twice a week, once a month, whatever. And they think it's just not going to work for them. When the reality is they didn't get to the point where they could put on real muscle mass and lower their body fat percent enough so that they could have what I like to call nutritional freedom as a result of having an increased RMR. Now, I know this is a lot of information, right? So I'll just break it down one more time super quick. When you put on lean muscle mass and you reduce your body fat, you increase the amount of calories you burn during the day just being alive, okay? That is what enables people who are in good shape to be able to drink a couple of beers and not put on weight or have an ice cream sundae and not put on weight or eat a pizza and not put on weight or have a couple donuts every now and again and not put on weight. It's because their RMR is higher because they put on lean muscle mass, okay? And sometimes guys, when I talk about this and I'm thinking about it in the back of my mind, it's like, it's almost like a superpower, okay? When you, when you, it's like, it's almost, it is, it's almost like a superpower. I know it sounds crazy, but when you get to that state, when you've, when you've been able to do this and you've been able to like transform yourself into this, which doesn't take 10 years, by the way, when you transform yourself into this and you have real nutritional freedom and you can do these things, um, it's, it's almost like, it almost feels like cheating. It almost feels like cheating because I can go eat a pizza in my mid thirties and not put on any weight and still have like a six pack the next day. And when I do that, you know, people, friends, family, like they'll say stuff like I hate you, you know? Um, but the reality is like, it's not, I'm not special. And the people I've helped get to that point aren't special. They've just been able to do this one thing. They've been able to transform into this one thing by it, it's really data. It's the, it's the art of, of moving this, this strategy enough and nudging it enough to make the numbers become what you want them to become. And, um, and I know it's, that, that sounds really simple, but that is the case. And, um, anyways, when you get to that spot, the reason I kind of like call it a superpower is because not only can you maintain this forever, if you want to, um, there's nothing that prevents you from, from maintaining this really. And, uh, but it also like if you start to see yourself put on a little bit of weight because you've slowed down in the gym or something, you can change that in like a matter of almost like, like days. <laughs> you can change that in like a matter of days uh, because this stuff doesn't go away. right? This, does, this stuff doesn't go away. When you stop training hard, for an example, you might lose a little bit of muscle, but it's like a very, 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 very small percent. It's not like it just goes away. Okay. Your body doesn't de it doesn't like self-destruct. It doesn't, um, it doesn't atrophy the muscles. It doesn't like consume the muscle mass that you put on in such a high rate that you like actually lose it quickly or anything. Um, so anyways, my point is when you get to the state, you can hold on to this forever with just like basically maintenance. And that's the thing that people don't understand. So when I talk to people and work with people, the main thing I'm trying to get them to understand is that like when we go through this process, of getting you to lose this body fat to get you to lose this weight 
and put on you know a little bit of muscle mass, we're trying to get you to a state where you can have nutritional freedom for the rest of your life, where you can you can like have energy, you can have confidence, you can look amazing, you can feel amazing, and you can have the ability to intuitively eat forever and not change your state and not feel bad and not uh, and basically like live like free, if you will, for the first time ever. And it's, it's truly amazing. And it's there for everyone. It's, it's not something that's reserved for only people who are genetically gifted. Absolutely not. This is something that's there for everyone. It's just about having what I was talking about earlier, guys. It's about having the right strategy. It's about having the right mindset. It's about having the right accountability. Okay. And that is something that most people are missing is one or all of those things. One, two, or all of those things. All right, just because you know, by the way, that you, just because you know how to do a few exercises and you know that like cauliflower is good for you or something, that doesn't mean you know the right nutritional and the right training strategy. And I was arrogant enough for a long time to, to not be able to admit that. And, uh, and a lot of people are as well who work with me, <laughs> you know, said for years, I thought I understood this stuff, so I didn't see the value in like learning it from somebody else. But in reality, I figured out that just because I know that like bananas come from the earth and I assume they were good for you, uh, that doesn't really mean I know what nutritional strategy is. So uh, anyways, that's, that's kind of my point. You have to have the strategy, you have to have the mindset, and you have to have the accountability. So one more thing I want to touch on regarding body fat and how you cannot target body fat that I think will paint a little bit of clarity for some of you. So um, just kind of like bear with me here when I talk about this. In your body, right, you have fat, okay? We have body fat. And that body fat is when it's in its like its purest form, I guess, if you will, before you start trying to call upon it for as a, as a form of energy, to, uh, which is what happens when your body is going through trauma, AKA like working out really, really, really hard, like training, weightlifting, stuff like that. Um, cause when that happens, your body will call upon that fat for energy and it'll try to use it as fuel to fuel that activity. But before it can do that, the fat is stored as a, what's called a triglyceride. Okay. And then as you use it, as your body calls upon it, it actually has to break down from triglycerides into glycerol and free fatty acids. Now, when, when fat breaks down from triglycerides into those things, into glycerol and free fatty acids, it then goes through the bloodstream. It's traveling. And as it's traveling, your body's using it, okay? Here's the thing, though. Right? Here's the thing. When you're working out your legs, right, fat from your chest can break down, okay? Fat from your arms can break down into those free fatty acids and that glycerol and start circulating through your bloodstream. And so your legs might take those things that are traveling through your bloodstream and use them as fuel, even though they came from your arms or your back or your chest. So your leg, working out your legs will ultimately not just burn fat off of your legs, it'll burn fat off the rest of your body. Okay. Body fat gets burned off uniformly, uniformly. Now, if you store more body fat in your belly, which like men do, for example, 
Uh, if you store more body fat in your belly than your neck or your shoulders or your, like your calves, then it's going to be the last place that you're going to see body fat coming off at a high rate because there's more there to start with. So your body fat will naturally get lower in your calves and in your forearms and in your shoulders because the human body, especially men, we don't carry a lot of body fat there. We carry most of our body fat in our midsection, all right, and our glutes. So, uh, so just be aware of like that's how your body breaks down its fat through exercise. Uh, Jen's online, Mark's online. What's going on, guys? So, um, so it happens uniformly. So just take that as a punchline and kind of hold on to it. Just understand that you can't target weight loss. You can't target fat loss. You can't do that. Now you can target muscle building in a certain body part. Like you can do a lot of hypertrophy inducing arm exercises to try and increase like your biceps, for example, or you can do a lot of quadricep building hypertrophy movements to try and build your quads up right the front of your legs. You can do that and that will build muscle in those areas, but it's not going to burn fat in those areas any faster. Okay. That's very important. Very important. So uh, hopefully that makes sense. If it does, let me know. If it does not, also let me know. I'm curious. Maybe I can make it a little clearer for those who aren't quite sure, but I'd love to know. So if you're watching this, whether it's someone live or watching this on the replay, please let me know. Um, and also, guys, listen, if you are struggling with these things, that's all of this, nutrition strategy, right, the, the workout strategy, the training strategy, uh, mindset nurturing, right, which is a big one. I'm going to do a live on the mindset stuff here um, soon, but if the mindset part or the accountability piece, right, if some of those things are crystal clear and you need help on them, or they're not crystal clear and you need help on them, then I invite you to go over to my website and book a call with me. Now that call is totally free. Okay. And on that call, I'm really kind of like focused on one thing and that is getting you crystal clear on what it is you need to do moving forward in order to get the results that you want to get. Okay. So we'll talk about what's working. We'll talk about what's not working. We'll talk about what you've tried and what you haven't tried and Maybe things you tried that you liked or tried that you hated or whatever. And we'll talk about your goal. We'll get you crystal clear on that goal so you know exactly what it is you want. And then if it turns out that we can work together, great. That's awesome. That's cool. Awesome. But if it's not, that's cool too. Okay. And, uh, and sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's not a great fit. But I can promise you this. On that call, if nothing else, you will absolutely 100% walk away from that having massive clarity on what's going on with you and what you need to do going forward. So again, if you want to do that, jump over to my website. It's at gordonalight.com forward slash apply. I'll put that in the comments below. If you're listening to this on the podcast, I'll say that again. It's gordonalight.com forward slash apply. So um, again, guys, if you, uh, if, you, if you needed help with this stuff, you know, also post a comment below. And, um, and I'll see if I can make another live or another video to try to try to like address any of these things. I know it's a super complicated topic, especially when we started talking about body fat and triglycerides and glycerol and free fatty acids and all this stuff. I get it. Um, but the more you start to understand that stuff, the more you can start to visualize like what your body's doing 
<clears throat> when you're going through, excuse me, when you're going through um, some of this, these like processes. So um, again, guys, if you need help with that stuff, jump over to gordonalight.com forward slash apply. Let's get on a call. Let's get this shit figured out for you today. Um, uh, so thank you guys so much. This was awesome. If you're listening to this on the podcast, please, if you got value out of this, jump over to iTunes and leave me a rating and a review. I would very much appreciate that. And uh, with that, guys, I'm going to punch out here. Thank you so much. Have an amazing night, and I will talk to you all soon. Take care. Bye. Oh,